Hello and welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack. And in this week's episode, I'm speaking to Thomas Sumner, the creative director of The Essential Journal, the men's fashion and lifestyle magazine that's given away for free in key locations across the UK. The journal started in Liverpool three years ago, and it's gradually expanded first within Liverpool itself and then to other cities. And as you'll hear in this episode, they've just taken a big step forward, now distributing 50,000 copies every month in Liverpool, Manchester, Leeds and London. They're a small group of men in their 20s and 30s, and they're still based out of Liverpool, but they're courting some top-end advertisers. Rolex has taken the outside back of the current issue, and Jaguar has a double-page spread on the inside front cover. They're the sort of brands that you'd expect to see on the pages of GQ and Monocle, and while they're obviously nowhere near those publications in size or reach, I was really interested to hear how they're going about the task of reaching readers in the right places. Before we hear from Thomas, I would like to point you towards our Christmas gift subscriptions. As I record this, there are just a couple of weeks left before the big day, so if you know somebody who would enjoy the surprise of a different independent magazine delivered every month in 2018, head over to stackmagazines.com forward slash Christmas and choose from the different options there. We've got everything from a secret Santa or a stocking filler right up to a proper main present. You can download our Christmas gift card as soon as you're done, so it's ideal for last-minute gift-giving. Okay, that's enough of the sales message from me. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Thomas from The Essential Journal. Okay, so I'm here with Thomas Sumner, the creative director of The Essential Journal. Thomas, welcome. Thank you very much. Awesome to be here. <laughs> so I'm interested in what this thing, The Essential Journal, is. For anyone who's not seen it, give us a bit of an overview. Sure. Um, so I guess physically, it's um, it's a, a, a New York tabloid um, size, so it's a little bigger than the tabloids we have over, over here. Um, it's newsprint, um, but it's a men's lifestyle uh, and fashion predominantly. Um, magazine or, or publication, I suppose. Um, and we go, you know, we, we cover everything from um, the finer kind of aspirational um, brands, designers, um, businessmen, businesswomen. Um, and we go from fashion through to travel, you know, lifestyle, food and drink, um, and into culture. And then, and then uh, you know, we have our, our columns which kind of bring everything together. And you're based in the north because I get the national edition mm-hmm. down here. So the so what, what's the story about where you are and where your readers are? Sure. So we're uh, we're based in Liverpool. That's where it started uh, three years ago. Um, and yeah, we, we now distribute uh, monthly uh, Liverpool, Manchester, uh, London, and Leeds. Um, and we uh, probably up until recently we we spoke regionally. Um, in our in our content, but now we're very focused on being a national publication that speaks nationally, but includes all those regions. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to we want to shout about them. Because um, um, you've got the so in the the issue that I've been looking at, mm-hmm. you've got a designer in Nottingham. You've mm-hmm. got so the so I guess it's like 
you're dealing with the regions, but not specifically just those regions Correct. where you're distributing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. Um, no, we don't. We don't build kind of any walls. We want to get around the UK and around the world. Uh, we've also just launched the new. Um, travel feature called postcards where um, we're speaking to people from those cities that you know people are interested in in going and visiting and we ask them a few simple questions you know where are the tourist traps you know where is your is your uh, your secret place you know if you want to tell us where is it you know we'd love to go and check it out um, so yeah we yeah we're, we're not just focusing on those cities that we distribute in and so how do people actually find the magazine um, so we are distributed, um, we're, we're free to pick up, uh, it's a free publication. Um, we're in um, a lot of cafes um, and uh, quite a few restaurants and bars um, within the city centres. Uh, and we also um, predominantly um, Liverpool, Manchester and London go straight to office blocks um, and into a few hotels as well. Um, so in London, um, we've predominantly been going straight over to the city of, um, and they go into um, go into the offices, and they also have been distributed outside the front of a couple of uh, tube stations mm-hmm. every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you'll spot us kind of on on the high street uh, and possibly in your office. And so I take it you're not doing that distribution yourselves. Um, we do we do have an arm a distribution arm in house, um, which looks after um, the bulk of the north. Um, down here we have a partner who, who helps us out with that um, but yeah I mean it's when I first joined two years ago um, it was myself and the two founders Tom and Richard who are both brothers uh, now they'd been doing this for a year before I arrived but it, it was three of us in a white van uh, <laughs> spending spending a good day day out around Liverpool and Manchester mm-hmm. um, and then yeah London came along so we like challenge but we need a bit of help at times Um, so so we found a bit helpful London Uh, but no we look after yeah we've got we've got a you know a modest distribution team in house um, that look after the north Um, and that means that you get to really know your distribution so mm -hmm. I, I remember you know, Stack used to be me doing it in my living room and sure. so it got to the point you can't do that anymore. But that means that like I really understood the process of like, you know, so subs come in, how do uh-huh. we fulfil them? I guess you must have the same thing there. And in fact, you probably have a great contacts list of shops, cafes, mm. or, you know, you know these people. That's it. Yeah, it's definitely helped with our kind of network. Uh, and that's one thing um, that a lot of people like when we approach them to, to be featured. Um, is the fact that we go to these places and therefore we have you know an element of contact with them and we've been able to bring people together you know at times um, advertisers with you know key distribution points um, to people that we're featuring all come together and we put on big events um, for those guys um, so yeah it's it's great and, and it also allows us to keep an eye on kind of like pickup uh, rates and stuff like that we know how quickly they're going in certain venues you know um, and uh, yeah, so finally getting picked up. Yeah, able to see it. And you're doing something that must be ridiculously difficult because you're making an independent magazine. Mm-hmm. So I, I speak to people making independent magazines sure. all the time, but I don't speak to people who make independent magazines with celebrities on the cover mm-hmm. and Rolex ads mm-hmm. on the back page. I mean that just breaks my brain like how, <laughs> how, how do you go about trying to compete with GQ sure. while being an independent publisher 
Um, I, th- I think uh, the, all the credit's got to go to Tom and Rich. You know, they started it and they've, and they've been able to maintain those relationships for sure. Um, and I think, that's, I think that's exactly what it is. It's, it's building and, and retaining good relationships, not, you know, they're not fake, they're real. Tom and Rich are there for, um, you know, the, uh, the Rolex guys and the Jaguar guys and whoever else has come in. It's not a, uh, we don't stop when it gets to print. You know, it's not just a, an advert on the back page. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a bit more of a service, you know. So you need help with events, sure. You need us to contact you with that guy and that girl. And uh, and yeah, so so the one thing that I've noticed from from day one with me working there is um, the relationships that Tom and Rich are able to build um, and and keep hold of and retain. Because I can see how all of that is probably a bit easier when you're in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And so say mm-hmm. that you know you you can be like, well, look, we're the guys in Liverpool. We mm-hmm. know this city. We know the places. But that must get exponentially more difficult when you're actually looking at a national magazine, mm-hmm. uh, getting out to everywhere. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, it does. I think what we've been able to build in Liverpool, um, as soon as you get in front of somebody from from down here in London, for example, their eyes do open up, you know. And it's it's it is uh, people um, people want to be involved. Then when they see you know what you've what you've been able to create up there, so I do I do think it's been um, it's been a huge benefit to start in the north. Um, and then work our way down to London. Um, and we've been able to work with you know, Lama Zoko, um, we're close with now, um, hopefully doing stuff with the likes of Rafa. Um, and then we've done, we've done stuff with, with Topman, uh, events with Topman up north. So um, I wonder as well whether there's something in this that, so I mean, you know, everyone knows, obviously, the mainstream magazine scene it's a difficult place to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you've got uh, a, a tightening of, of budgets around mm-hmm. everywhere. I wonder whether it helps that you come along as kind of like, you know, plucky young upstart mm-hmm. saying like, well, we'll take a bit of that budget. And, the, and you know, I'm imagining that you don't get as much as Juicy sure. gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine right, yeah. <laughs> but, the, but so you take a bit of that and actually it's a, a smaller amount of spend that you can try and do something slightly different with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We've got um, limitations and restrictions, I suppose, as everybody's got. Um, I think we are similar to, to a lot of the indie mags in that way. Um, I think we've just got to um, do the best we, best we can kind of, kind of with that and, and work um, as hard as we can up until breaking point, you know. Um, I'm, I'm a, a huge lover of, um, of the indie mag kind of scene and, and, and community um, and um, you know Tom and Rich and, and some of the other guys in the office are big lovers of GQ and Esquire so bringing those two things together um, yeah kind of kind of creates the journal yeah. yeah do you mind me asking how many readers you have well we distribute 50,000 mm-hmm. um, so that's split up into 10,000 Liverpool, 10 Manchester, 10 Leeds, and then 20 down in London. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, of now, is is monthly. And, um, and how has that grown or stayed the same over time? So, uh, when I arrived, it was uh, Liverpool every month. So this is two years ago. Uh, it was Liverpool every month. Uh, I think we did, well, we did our first London issue this time last year. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Manchester, there was one earlier on in the year. So it's predominantly Liverpool up, up until this time last year. Uh, from then on, it's been Liverpool every month. Uh, Manchester and London bi-monthly mm-hmm. um, up until yeah right now and, and it's going to be national every month so this is a big step up for you mm. this is a big moment for the yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. like what what's driving this forward what do you see as the thing that people are really kind of switching on to um, I think what we've been able to do recently is um, is really develop and, and boost the, the content that's in there the articles that have been written um, we had uh, we had a lot of kind of experts within certain fields writing for us, which is incredible. Like the articles were great, some of the names were great, um, but you're kind of at the mercy of their schedule. Um, and they might be an expert in their field, but they're not necessarily an expert of writing. So you know the the consistency of the magazines kind of up and down. Um, I think. This year we've brought in a really good editor, a guy called Davey Brett, who's a, uh, he's 24, but he's got some good experience um, with uh, Esquire, um, FHM, when that was around. Um, he's been published with The Guardian and, and Vice. Um, so he's brought a lot of, um, a lot of yeah, experience at a young age, a lot of eagerness. Um, so, and that's kind of spurred us on. And then we've had kind of writers and contributors throughout the year who have shown us um, kind of where naivety can take you. Um, I think I'm a bit of a realist, so I'm like, I don't know if that guy's gonna talk to you, man, but you you know, you go for it. Um, And then in this current issue, we've got Floyd Norman of of Disney fame, who, you know, the first um, African-American illustrator for Disney, he spoke to us. Um, We've got a stylist from Stranger Things speaking to us. Um, David Kate of, Universal Works took us out for a day in Nottingham. Um, so I think that, probably boasting a bit, but that quality of, of, of article um, with the quality of writing that we've got um, is in a free publication. I think that's as soon as, as soon as somebody opens it and they go, oh man, that's, you've got that here. Um, so I think that's what it is. I think, I think it's the quality of what's inside and the quality of the adverts, you know? And, um, um, I think I think the qual- a, a good link a Rolex advert on the back makes people go hey hang on a sec who are these guys you know Jaguar on the front page and, um, sorry on the inside front cover um, and yeah just just that quality married up with the fact that it's it's a free free to pick up publication and and so you're creative director so mm-hmm. you're looking after the art side of things sure. right, I imagine. Yeah. And this is a mag that you need people to stumble across mm-hmm. and pick up, mm-hmm. which makes me think that every month you must be having that nightmare over what do we put on the cover sure. to make this thing go. Mm-hmm. What do you find? Like, What's your kind of secret recipe for making people pick this up? So we've had, uh, I think pretty much every, every issue, bar maybe three, there's been a celebrity on the front. Uh, so it's Harrison Ford, this issue... Couple issues back, we had Bill Murray, Samuel Jackson, um, and I think you. I, I look for the celebrity that's just got that something different about. I think everybody loves Bill Murray, Samuel Jackson's attitude. Everybody knows Harrison Ford hasn't been in a bad movie. I don't think. Um, so it's looking for that face that people um, really, really know, and they've got a good character about them in, in some form. Um, we're kind of wondering about developing it for the new year. Do we start looking at illustration, something like that? 
um, or some form of art or photography, I don't know, text-based um, covers. Um, but I, yeah, I think it's those, I think, I think it's, I think it's those, um, those celebrities that kind of every, everybody loves. And, and noticeably, so, so famously, uh-huh. the, you know, so men's magazines, when men's magazines were first kind of really coming into their own, sure. there was this idea if you put a man like Harrison Ford mm-hmm. or Samuel Jackson or someone like that on the cover mm-hmm. until someone put a woman in a bikini on the cover sure. and realised hang on we've just sold twice <laughs> as many sure. yeah. so yeah. the so I mean are you taking a, a deliberate stance to not do that um, I, th- I think to, to go back to the very start the the journal is it's predominantly like a male um, publication. Now, the only thing that's really male about it is the fashion side of things. All the cultural stuff, you know, is for absolutely everybody. Um, but it was it was uh, a publication created by two lads, you know, and they didn't want to talk about what they didn't know about. And that's kind of still something that we're bringing into even more now. Um, but I think it's a lifestyle. That's not part of our the essential journal lifestyle to, you know, have girls walking around in bikinis or you know, it's, um, posing for you. So it's, you know, the fact that we've got a front cover this time of, you know, Harrison Ford from the 60s to 70s, you know, it's an awesome black and white image and in a brilliant suit with his um, bone shiner cup of tea uh, and a fancy watch on, you know, that's, that's the journal that exudes, you know, who we are, you know, what our readers um, kind of aspire to be. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's not it's not really kind of taking a stance as, as such. We wouldn't do it. We wouldn't. Um, but but it's not us it's to not do you. that. It's yeah. just not what yeah, 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 yeah. So the, you've been involved for two years. Sure. How have you seen the magazine develop over that two years? Well, what have you seen changing around you and, and in the mag itself? Mm-hmm. Well, when I joined, it was just the three of us. So it was Tom, Rich, and myself. Um, this year we have gone from three to eight um, and so I guess um, a bit of structure a bit of forward planning uh, leads to to better articles um, and to um, just consistency I think that's my my big thing is is consistency throughout um, you know from from the writing to my design into the, you know the commercial sales and, and the advertisement so yeah overall um, overall the consistency of it is, is really kind of jumped up um, yeah. and where do you see this whole thing going next um, I think just I don't know I'd like just getting more I want more people to read it I suppose you know we um, we just want to see how far we can take it um, see who else we can attract to be featured um, yeah I mean I, I, I think we would all love for it to go outside of the UK um, 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 on a monthly basis uh, there's been some kind folks like the guys at Universal Works took it to Japan Lamazoko took it over to South Korea for us um, so, so that's great but to have it outside of the UK uh, monthly would, would be awesome yeah Wow. All mm. right. Well, very good luck with it. Thank you. And I'm going to keep on reading my national version. Sure. Cheers. Thanks, Steve.
Okay, that's all for this week. I'd like to say thanks again to Thomas for stopping in at Somerset House and speaking to me. And good luck with the step up to proper national monthly deliveries. Like I said, they are trying to pull off a really difficult trick by going for this sort of mainstream luxury market with an independent setup. And I'm looking forward to seeing how the magazine develops over the next few issues. Thanks also to you for listening. Please do check out those Christmas gift options at stackmagazines.com forward slash Christmas. Or of course, if you're listening to this and it's like the middle of summer or something, just check us out at stackmagazines.com. You'll find loads of blog posts on there, lots of information about all of our magazines and generally all the good stuff that will make you want to subscribe to our brilliant service. So there you go. You've been warned. Or if all that sounds like too much effort, just follow us on SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever else you're using to hear me saying these words and we'll be able to deliver next week's episode to you as soon as it's ready. Thanks very much for getting all the way through to this end bit and we'll be back again with another episode next week. 